0: Oh, oh, Welcome to the Christian's Weight Success Podcast. I am Christian Evans. In 2015, I launched my blog, ChristiansWeightSuccess.net, to answer the question of how I lost 187 pounds. I am currently a personal trainer in Peoria, Illinois, and as a personal trainer, I'm the one you look to for inspiration, but even I need motivation. I have my ups and downs in this fitness journey just like you, and in this podcast, I'll share with you details of my personal life, diet, and workouts. So thank you for subscribing to this podcast. In today's podcast, we will be interviewing Miss Naida Gates. Naida is a dear friend of mine. She's out of Chicago, Illinois, and she has a wonderful weight loss transformation story we will get into. Uh, She's a former caterer, and she also runs a Facebook group called Be Fit. But before we get into that interview that we did a few days ago, it depends on when you hear this podcast and before i forget she will kind of mention in the podcast that her birthday is is next week but her birthday is august the 18th i believe (laughs) i won't get that wrong but august the 18th so we want to wish naida a happy birthday but before we get into that podcast episode that we recorded via zoom we had a zoom meeting so we're going to have a video as well as an audio version which is the podcast so before we get into that are you looking for a personal trainer and you're in the peoria illinois area do you need a timely efficient structured workout today if yes please sign up for one-on-one Personal training at christiansweightsuccess.net. In addition to becoming my client, you will have access to the day one meals menu. Day one meals is an a la carte meal prep service I offer to my clients to help you reach your fitness goals. If you are not in the Peoria, Illinois area, I can provide you a similar workout experience via Zoom. If you need your workout written and structured for you, I will service your customized workout ebook. Speaking of ebooks, please sign up to download my free Shelter in Place Bodyweight Exercise ebook. This program is designed to use only your body weight, so, no need for any exercise equipment. And if you downloaded the program, please give me some feedback of what you think about the workout. So, we will go ahead and jump right into this Zoom interview that i did with miss naida gates so without further ado everybody this is my interview with miss naida gates welcome to the christian's weight success podcast i am christian evans in today's podcast episode we have another guest miss naida gates she is From Chicago, Illinois. She has a fantastic weight loss transformation story that we will get into later on in the podcast. Uh, She's a former caterer and she also runs her Facebook group, Be Fit. Everybody, welcome, Miss Naida Gates.
1: Hey, happy to be here. Thanks for having me, Christian.
0: I'm glad that you took time out of your busy schedule to to uh, be on this podcast and on this video and uh, just uh, give me a little bit about what's been going on with you. We haven't caught up in a while. So let me know what's going on in your life. Jeremy.
1: Um, well, trying to maintain this 85 pound weight loss Rona, trying to not let me be great. um, What's going on? Right now, I am doing a battle of the science challenge. Uh, it was kind of like a self selfish act of mine. Um, my birthday is next week, so I was trying to get myself back on track. So I'm like, oh, why don't you get yourself back on track with like 30 other people? And so I, cre- I created um, this battle of the science challenge, um, and everyone's in like teams broken off by zodiac signs, things of that nature. But mm-hmm. so right now, team Capricorn is killing it. Um, it ends next week and the highest body fat percentage we've had right now is at about 4%, which is pretty good for less than 30 days. Um, so that's, what's going on right now. Just working from home, maintaining, um, taking care of my son and just, you know, trying to stay healthy and trying to make sure these jeans stay
0: fitting. That's good. Tell me, so, uh, we'll tell everybody else about a little bit more about your uh, weight loss transformation. You say 85 pounds. Uh, when did you do that? And, um, what, what motivated you to even start?
1: Um, I'm going to try to make this brief because one thing I like to stress to people, which I always do in my group is that this is not overnight. So weight loss is up and down, up and down. Um, You'll see on TV, they'll sell you the dream. They'll think that once you lost weight, that you're all happy and everything is perfect and you're going to be that size for the rest of your life. No, you go up and down. um, It's actually harder to maintain it. So my weight loss journey began in 2006 with Weight Watchers. I lost 60 pounds. I gained all of it back except for about 10 to 13 of it, um, 10 to 13 pounds of it. Um, After I got married, had my son, you know how that goes. Um, I was doing mostly cardio. And, um, a few years after I had my son in 2010, I had decided to get with Beachbody. I met this girl named Pam and she was my beach body coach. And, you know, I was doing the beach body thing. Um, but again, I still didn't really know what to do. So I was doing a lot of cardio and I was clean eating, but I still wasn't seeing the results that I wanted to see. I only lost like 30 pounds.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So in 2015, someone proposed to me, Hey, why don't you do, um, why don't you do low carb? And you think you don't eat a lot of carbs because you just eat and you, a lot of people just eat and don't have any concept of, oh, I'm eating a carb, I'm eating protein, I'm eating fat. You get into this fitness world and you get so deep into it. That's how you look at food as a carb, protein, and fat. A lot of people just, I'm eating chicken, I'm eating corn, whatever. They don't think anything of it. So I was like low carb. And so I heard some things about it. I started doing my research, so I decided to do low-carb. I'm thinking, it's not going to make a difference. It's going to be the same that it's always been. I lost nine pounds that first week. In that first week, I was hooked. I lost another four pounds next week. After that, long story short, that's how I lost the majority of my weight. Mm -hmm. Um, And so people started asking me questions. I eventually started a blog, blog. just to give people more education, more information. And so, um, maybe around 2017, 2018, um, I had decided, you know, I had lost the majority of this weight, but I'm like, to me, I still look like a girl, a smaller version of myself. Oh, okay, girl, you lost weight. That's good. Well, good for you. But I'm like, I really wanted to transform my body. And, um, I had started lifting weights on my own. But I really didn't know what I was doing. And I used to think that if you weren't sweating, that wasn't a good workout. And so in 2018, I hired a trainer and he literally took my body from here to here um, just through strength training, clean eating, resistance training, um, mostly lifting. Um, And so once I started combining lifting with low carb, I just got hooked. And um, I mean, I'm not... Some days are good, especially with Rona. Some days are good, some days are bad, but I have a base of what works for me and what works for my journey in transformation. And so um, that's what led to my 85 pound weight loss. Um, I went from a size 20 to a size 10. Um, I went from a size, I used to have really large breasts. So a part of this transformation too is also a breast reduction in braces. Um, I went my highest shirt size three x to an a x a xs so extra small hmm. so um it's been quite a journey and uh i loved every minute of it even the ups so because you learn from those
0: i got you i got you i got you well congratulations on that that um that is inspiring i remember back in 2018 we've been connected that long when yeah uh when you went on your, your weightlifting uh, expedition and I noticed the changes in you, you were just going like full bore. So uh, salute salute to you on that. Um, you. So what challenges do you face maintaining your fitness goals?
1: Ooh, What challenges do I face maintaining my fitness goals? So um, social media can be a blessing and a curse. And people think that, You don't have moments and you don't have weak moments and you're always on, you know, you always eating clean and you like to work out. Issues I have maintaining food is not my issue, but I work hard. I'm a mother. I like wine Wednesdays Mm -hmm. and we all know, you know, you have certain alcohols that you can drink that, um, that can not so much impact your weight loss. And you see me, Christian, I post about the, all those all the time. Um, tequila, whiskey, gin, vodka, rum. I think those are the top five. That really won't affect your weight loss as long as you're not chasing it with anything caloric. But um, your body stops metabolizing. your body. It takes your body a while to metabolize liquor. And it's not in fat burning mode when you're drinking. So that's one thing. Um, the second thing is I like to cook. And I like to cook a lot. And I had really kind of got gotten away from it when um, before Corona hit. But with more time on your hands, I started to get back in the kitchen. And I'm starting to, um, I'm kind of going through a personal transformation as well in my life. And so I'm like, it's not a lot of people to cook for. So the food is just here with me. Right, right. And so, you know, I try to. When I know it's something that I'm going to eat, like, for example, I just made some granola a few days ago, something like that, that I know that I'm going to eat. If I had it here, I try to make a point to give it away. So I don't have a whole lot of weak moments. um, But it's about consistency and discipline. So I guess I would say that's my weak moments, Mm -hmm. like anyone. You just have to constantly keep going. Once you get in shape, You got to stay in shape. So
0: yeah, that is the that is the challenge, and that's the that's the uh, hard lesson I had to learn myself. Even when uh, I lost weight, it was just like, okay, you know, now what? And then you don't feel that you can put that weight back on because when you are initially, you get
1: you get a little cocky.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, he's dying to take you, whatever I run or whatever like that. But you know, even then, personally, you know, I wasn't really in tune with. You know, calories in, calories out. You know, macros or anything like that. I found right. something that worked for me, and I went for it, and that was it. I thought, hey, that's just it, and that's it. And no, but you know, everybody um, it has their own experiences. You know, in right. this, uh, you know, in this weight loss journey, and for people who are looking up to you, looking up to me, and we just literally try to tell people is that you know, we are just like you. Uh, with our struggles, you know, every single day. Yeah. And you know, if you can, if you are cooking, you know, frequently like, you know, you and, and me, we're always experimenting with stuff and so we're constantly, you know, trying stuff out. You know, quality control, making sure that it tastes right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And pair this and pair that. You know what I mean? And it, it goes the territory, but you still have right. to try to, you know, maintain some type of discipline. So what's what, what, to... what does your I'm current sorry. um I didn't mean to cut you off. So what? what no, just—I was just gonna.
1: All I was gonna say was that what I kind of try to communicate to people. I don't deprive myself. Uh-huh. You know, I'm also not wilding out, but I'm definitely not going to deprive myself if certain triggers that you have. Like I know I cannot buy Mint Milano cookies because I will eat the mm-hmm. whole. So I right. just don't buy it. Right. So like I was at a party a few weeks ago and I had a slice of cake and somebody was like, you eat that? I'm like, yes, I eat cake. I'm human. You don't get to be 250 pounds not knowing what cake takes.
0: Exactly. exactly. I'm
1: like, I used to eat cake. I just ate it more frequently. I said, but, um, but yeah, we're human at the end of the day. And as long as you, like you said, calories in, calories out, you have that balance.
0: Right. So what does your current diet consist of? Um, are you still doing the, Kind of basis on low carb um, type of thing, or you you know what? At this point,
1: I've tried to um, go back to doing keto as a jumpstart, especially when maybe like month three of of this pandemic. You know, I was like, okay, I need to reset. I'm gonna start doing keto, and that lasted for like a week, and I lost nothing. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: it was so funny because I have a girlfriend who. Was she we didn't know I didn't know she was doing it, she was just doing it on her own. And she sent me an inbox and she's like, Oh my god, Naida I'm hooked on this keto. I lost five pounds in one week. I, I haven't seen the scale go down in years. And I initially I was mad. I was like, now nah, I lost zero. And I followed this to the letter. She mm-hmm. lost five pounds. But then I had to rethink. Naida, you lifting every day, you working out every day, you eating healthy about 70, 80% of the time, your body is not going to react to a change as quickly as someone else's. Correct. So right now what I'm doing, Christian, I'm really kind of going back to back to basics. And I think that when you've been this, in this as long as I have, as long as you have, sometimes just go back to basics. So right now my current regimen is just strictly clean eating. Um, I do still kind of monitor my carbs. Like if I have carbs for the first meal or two, I won't have it that night. Or if, if I missed it, the first meal or two, I may have some potatoes for dinner or whatever the case is. So I'm not like hardcore with the carbs. Like I used to, like I used to be, and that was another thing too, with your fitness journey. Um, you got to do what works best for you. And it's going to be a lot of trial and error. People think that they can do one thing and it's gonna work and you're going to be happy. That's not how it works. And then it's too, it's a mental thing too, that you have to, um, you got to condition your mind. Cause like I used to be deathly afraid of potatoes, Mm -hmm. afraid of rice, like, Oh my God, no fruit. No, you wouldn't catch me eating a pineapple, you know? So I had to even that cause that's how I lost most of my weight, but I had to start changing my way of thinking like, a pineapple is not gonna kill you. It's not gonna make yeah, you dead.
0: exactly. I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad you said you know, that, because um, that that, that if that's, crazy. Eating, that's just crazy. You eating, right,
1: right. eating a portion of rice. If you if you wanna make you some rice, eat some rice. The thing is, are you are you eating rice and potatoes and pineapples every single day, all day, and you're not burning it off?
0: Correct, right.
1: That's what I try to get people to understand. Carbs are not bad because I used to think that I never promoted that carbs are bad. I just tell people that's how I lost majority of my weight, low carb, but I never promote carbs are the devil because carbs are needed for energy and for fuel. But what I promote is you can't eat carbs all day. Like I'll meet people and they'll ask me to help them. And I'll say, well, what's your diet? And the very first thing they say to me is, Oh, I had yogurt in the morning, sugar, Mm -hmm. a rice bowl for, for lunch gonna be converted into sugar i had granola for a snack sugar so forth and so on and so then i'll ask them what exercise did you do that day and they'll say either they did nothing or they went for or they walked the dog no if you're eating carbs like that you need to be working out like you serena
0: right exactly
1: (laughs) and that's what i try to promote and that's what i try to communicate to people like you can have carbs just your activity level has to equal the amount of carbs that you're consuming.
0: Correct, correct, correct. I went through um, my keto phase for a couple months, um, lost a couple pounds. Um, But after a while, just my own experience, it was, uh, to sum it up is, it's crazy that somebody can tell you that a tablespoon of butter would be better for you than a cup of pineapple. Right. You know what I mean from the standpoint of like we know like high fat you know low carb pineapples stuff carbs and yep. so that mentality you know and I'm like do I go to the bakery and get a cake because I got a crazy sweet tooth right and right. I'm like okay so I remember you I telling stay. me that. <laughs> yeah I, I want to stay within the realm so you know I started adding fruit um, right. and then so eventually I did just get away from you know this keto because. No, it it was working, you know, and it did work. I'm not going to not promote it or not see where the benefits uh, of it uh, is at or were. I understand the whole science, you know, but like you said, everybody's uh, body is a a little different and they can withstand, you know, certain things. Um, If I would have stuck it out and been a little bit more diligent in it, that would have been fine. But a lot of that you have to like really like make. 95% 95% of all of your food, like even like the oh, yeah. snacks and all that kind of stuff, I just had not have a type of time on my hair. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? And then trying to go to the store and see uh, if, you're gonna, if you're about to get juked on the label of a keto bar or whatever like that, you look at the back Did I'm you right?
1: see my post on the keto mayonnaise?
0: No.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, I saw that in the store. I was like, oh my gosh, that is dope. That is the most deceptive marketing
0: I've yes, ever Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. You, you know, you have to start dealing with that part. It it's I don't ever want to say like things get too difficult, but like it gets too complicated. And one thing that can kind of intimidate a lot of people from even starting or continuing weight loss, their journey is when things get overcomplicated. You know, it shouldn't right. be this over overcomplicated um i totally so, agree so, just even when you said about the pineapple that's why i'm like i get it you know what i mean when you're like hey you know when you when you're going full strict and you you're really trying to go by the law of what this diet is you know there's nothing right. wrong with that but then after a while you know you're kind of like hey you know what i don't want to eat a piece of cake but i want something sweet and like how bad is this pineapple really in in general right. like um to like differentiate between like the carbs like what you're saying about you know knowing like okay if you got a carb which is um a potato you know it's pretty much a starch just to, as I well know. you know what i mean and going from like okay uh watermelon yeah it does it is high carb but at the same time it has a lot of fiber and it has more nutrient right. more nutrient base yep. so all these different you know what i mean yeah, that's the yeah. things that you got to wait, it, it, it can get, it can get daunting, um, yeah. you know, a little bit. Um, so what does your current exercise routine consist of and how many days per week? And do you have a time limit or do you kind of just go off the field until you're, you're done with your set?
1: Um, right now I go five days a week. And you know what, to Christian, to be honest with you, um, I kind of, I'm kind of giving myself a break. Right now because I initially I was on the toll if I don't feel like I'm dying after the workout, it wasn't effective too. Mm-hmm. And now what I'm the older I'm getting and the longer I'm in this journey, I'm learning. Just because you're not profusely sweating and you're not out of breath and you don't feel the sense of delirium
0: right. and that's <laughs> a good workout. It's like if I ain't dizzy, then I ain't doing nothing. Right. I ain't doing nothing,
1: <laughs> I ain't dizzy, right. I don't know where I parked the car, so right. right. I can't remember
0: the combination to my locker. <laughs> so,
1: so right now, I've literally been doing what I feel in the morning um, when I wake up in the morning. Um, I still, I still incorporate at least two leg days a week because I love leg day. I do, mm. I do. Um, but right now, it's uh, I'm doing a lot of um, strength training and hit. That's what I've been doing a lot of lately. Um, because I don't have a lot of time right now since I have my son full time now with, you know, schools out and no daycares and all of that. So, um, I take him to the gym with me and I try to get in and get out. I'll do like either a sprint hit or I'll do, um, some type of strength training hit incorporating some kettlebells, some burpees, some high knees, things of that nature. Um, I've really been hooked on kettlebells lately, um, for the last few months. So I've been incorporating a lot of that. Um, but that's mostly what I've been doing. And then I'll throw in a chest and back day for good measure, just because I haven't focused on it. Like I did back day. I don't No, I'm I'm sorry. Here's my son asking for his Spider-Man. Okay, hat. That's the hat right there, honey. So, um, yeah. Or like Saturday, this past Saturday, I did back day. And I was mad. I was mad. Mm-hmm. I didn't like doing back.
0: Yeah. Is a yeah. necessary
1: evil. But yeah, but that's what I've been you. doing. I get a lot of strength training.
0: I got you. I'm I'm the the opposite. Like I hate doing legs. I I hate I hate doing legs. A lot of men until, hate you know, doing legs. Until I'm into the workout. You know what right. I mean? I'm like, oh, why do I hate it so much? And then a couple of days go by when you don't when I when I don't do it. But I love upper body, I love back. I've been yeah. focusing a little bit more just on, on those areas and different angles to how to do that. And hit training is good because you combine so many exercises within whatever block of time that you're doing. Um, You know, we're all busy. The older I, you know, uh, we get, the more responsibilities that we have. And then, you know, we don't have that, you know, one hour or two hours at the gym like we had when we first started losing weight. And now it it can be frustrating in its own because you're like, man, I only got 45 minutes. I can't right I, I don't feel like you said like i'm not dizzy or i'm not you know saying full bore and i feel like in order for me to achieve that i have to be in the gym for about an hour or an hour mm-hmm. and a half or whatever like that it's like no you got to get it in when you can and it just shows evolution in your you know your fitness journey because you do have to adjust even far as die you're like okay you know i was doing that but now i'm giving my body now I'm right. yeah. So it's all these different intervals over time that people have to understand that, you know, it's school If you can sit to one thing and go six months, eight months, nine months, 10 months or the rest of your life, that's fine. But everybody's not like that. You can't look at this one person can not look at me, can not look at you and say, that's the exact blueprint of what I want to do. Right. Um, it'll be a time and a place for you just like you know a season maybe you know you may do keto for three months you may do you know pescatarian for another three months whatever it has to do and just keep rotating and the best right. thing to do is like you said earlier is go back to the basics you know what I mean um, so how has your diet or your food intake or exercise routine changed due to COVID um well it's,
1: it's changed drastically um the Exercise routine, really. The food, actually, the food had been better because I've been able to control it more. Now, I'll admit when COVID first hit, it was like, okay, hi, we're here. We're, every day is a party. That lasted for about two weeks. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, things are I've tightened up the food more. Um, I keep a lot of protein. Um, a lot of protein and vegetables in the fridge. Um, so I'm able to control my food more. Um, the good part about the food thing with COVID is I don't, I'm one of those people. I'm very simple. So I don't like to be bothered a lot with a lot of all the mask and all. Mm -hmm. So going into the restaurants, you don't have to worry about me. Um, and if I do go to the drive through or whatever, and that's a rarity, if I just don't feel like cooking, I'll go grab my son something. I'll go get myself a salad. But the food has been fine because I've been, because now that you're at home, you don't really have a choice but to cook. Right. You know? and, um, and you can control those ingredients. Um, As far as the gym is concerned, the exercising has changed drastically in the regard of, um, just for me personally, I, so I had a, like I said, I had a personal life change. And so um, it's harder for me to get to the gym now um, because I have my son. And so that's been a change since December. Mm -hmm. And so um, what I've been doing to kind of circumvent that is doing a lot of home workouts, but not just any home workouts. I started off looking at stuff on YouTube and looking at like Beachbody on demand. Yeah, I can't do it. Um, Especially those Beachbody workouts. I'm just like, Shanti and all that. Excuse my language. Damn, jumping. Um, <laughs> I, too. I, I can't. And it's like he's the only one out of that whole lineup who gives an effective workout. Right. Uh-huh. Well, you know. And then so a couple things I'll do is um I'll do Fitness Blender workouts via YouTube. Those are pretty good. Um, but if I don't do Fitness Blender, I'm making them up as I go. I'm making up my own circuits.
0: Um, yeah,
1: yeah. Um. So that's what I do. That's what I did the majority of COVID. Um, I, like I said, I was doing Fitness Blender and then I was making it up myself or I'll do like the random YouTube video or whatever. Now that the gyms are back open for now, I've been taking advantage of that and I've been going every day. So, you know, I'm like, I'm going to ride it till the wheels fall off. But, you know, when the gyms kind of, when the gyms got back open, I was like a kid in a candy store. Right, like, right. like my very first day back, My friend was like, Naida, be easy. Mm -hmm. Coming to get you from the gym. Uh Uh I'm like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And what was so funny was I had had already worked out that day at the park. Mm -hmm. And I found out this gym was open. Funny story, Christian. I'm going to share with you real quick before this interview is over. So this is how you know you're a fitness junkie. So I'm head of the safety committee at my job. And I'm the HR manager being head of the safety committee, you creating and helping, you collaborating on all these guides for COVID and staying safe and getting people back to work. So I'm sitting in on this Zoom meeting. I'm not even half listening. I'm like tuned out. Somebody said, you know, it's a gym in Wheaton open. I looked up. <laughs> and, she, and they were like, really? And they're like, how are they open? So they're talking about it, but nobody ever says the name. And so... I'm like, so, so my friend was like, well, how come you didn't ask? And I said, well, you can't be head of the safety committee asking where the gym is in a pandemic. Mm -hmm. So long story short, I found the gym and they were open and I signed up for a membership. And anyway, you know, they, I asked them, how were they open? And they said, well, it's a recommendation by the state. It's not a requirement. So they'll pay their fine and do whatever they have to handle with the state. But my whole point is, I went to the park that day to work out. And then I swung by there to see if they were really open. And I enrolled and I stayed and worked out. And my girlfriend was like, Naida, chill out. But Christian, I was in there like, ooh, Ooh, a sleigh, medicine ball. Oh my, oh my. I was in there like on. What was your
0: first workout when you went back to the actual gym? Can you remember? Or was it just like a full body, just circular? Or you were just trying to do something anything nah, you
1: nah, I, re- I, I remember my <laughs> first my first workout there now mind you I had already worked out that day mm-hmm. I did four rounds of tire flips 10 a piece wow. I did um they have this squat machine I don't I'm sorry I don't know what the proper name is but you probably do but you wrap the belt around you and the weight is like in front of you whatever Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a chain, and anyway, it's a squat machine, and mm-hmm. so I did like twenty of those. Um, using I think I think it was a hundred pounds on there squats. So and then I did some deadlifts. So I alternated between the deadlifts, that, and the tire flips, and then I finished it with thirty minutes on the stair climber.
0: I bet you couldn't walk the next day.
1: I could not. <laughs> I was so sore that <laughs> next day, and I was just like, maybe I should sit out today. Yeah, so I think like the next two days were my rest days.
0: Okay, okay. Man, you sound like you got it in. You got it in. Um, I was excited. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was... My first day back, it wasn't... I can't really say a first day backfires for me because it's like I have a gym in my home. And so right. I, was, like, I wasn't missing any iron weights, but there were some exercises and some equipment that I was missing that I didn't have. Right. The hack spot machine. Like, um, mm-hmm. since I hate working on legs... Um, I watch a lot of Charles Glass's videos and he gets mm-hmm. a lot of pointers and he had um, he had a video on deadlifts on the hack squat machine and I've been noticing my hamstrings have been, been like mad tight for like years and that's probably one of the reasons why I don't like leg day because I'm not mm-hmm. balanced in that area. So right before COVID hit I was really getting into the rhythm of using this hack squat machine for deadlifts and then mm-hmm. Here comes COVID, so I couldn't get to that hamstring right. stretch and that exercise like um, I was I was working up to. So that was one of the first exercises that I did when um, the gym did open back up. Uh, last question: uh, What is your take on the current events in America, and how has it had a ripple effect on you personally?
1: My current takes on the events in America. Well, um, (laughs) that's not a quick answer, Christian. (laughs) Um, I'll start with COVID. Um, I think we handled a lot of things wrong in this country. Um, but you know, that's due to our leadership. So I don't really have to say a lot about COVID. Um, I was looking at some stats the other day and just cause I like to just kind of review things in the HR industry. Like before I start my day, just maybe spend about 15, 20 minutes looking at current trends, new laws, things like that. And one of the things that I ran across is in March, we were at 500 cases of COVID and 21 deaths in March. Now I probably won't be able to bring it up so fast but now it's like five million cases and mm-hmm. a thousand deaths, or whatever the case is. But the number as to what it is now versus in March just like quadrupled. And a lot of that is due to the fact that one, we didn't take it seriously. Two, it was too much, too many theories, too many. My cousin is in the CIA, too much nonsense. Um, people aren't taking the necessary safety precautions. They think it's a joke, Um, you know, as far as wearing their masks, as far as washing their hands, um, keeping social distance. um, There's this idea in America that no one's going to tell us what to do. And um, that's going to be to our detriment eventually. Um, I went to Wisconsin a few weeks ago and no one was wearing a mask, like hardly anyone. And um, I was like, oh, something going on here that I don't know about. So I asked someone, they were like, oh, it's optional here. And I was like, oh, okay. And sure enough, now Wisconsin is on the, is a hot spot. So, you know, just a lot of ignorance. Um, and I just, I wish we'd be more cognizant and be more aware of um, the impact that we're having. But I digress. Um, it's been a lot of talk about Black Lives Matter, racism, microaggressions. Um, from my perspective, I've been handling a lot of that um from an HR perspective, um, sitting in on diversity trainings, um, learning about microaggressions, micro assaults, things of that nature. Um, you know, my whole take on the whole thing is um I can't teach you not to be racist. Just be kind. Be kind, be courteous. Um, get to understand people, get to know that everyone is not like you, um, that there are different people in this world and get to appreciate who they are and appreciate their stories and their backgrounds and things of that nature. Um, and, and how it's affected me. I have, I've learned things about myself and things about experiences that I've had that I didn't necessarily know what they were at the time.
0: huh. Mm-hmm.
1: You know? Based on past places I've worked or past personal experiences that I've had. Um, So, even with this whole Black Lives Matter movement and everything that's going on, I've had to learn some things about myself and I've had to do a self audit of myself because just because I'm Black, that doesn't mean I'm exempt and I'm perfect and I don't do anything. You know, I don't do or say anything that's offensive or insulting or just inappropriate. You know, like for example, I was watching. Guy Fieri one day, and he had an Asian family and a Black family on his show. And they came in, and he said, oh, you guys look like a gang. You guys look like a small gang, cooking gang. And I immediately said, if they were, if they were Black, if they were White, I bet you he wouldn't have said that. But then I had to do a self-audit of myself, because every single time I post about my siblings, I say, we're a small gang. hmm You know, so you got to start power words. You got to start change. It starts with you. Starts with all of us. You have to start changing your mindset. You got to start changing the way you communicate. And if we start changing how we react to things, how we communicate, how we move. And start really thinking strategically about the things that we do. And I won't go into this long rant. Mm -hmm. They'll start reacting differently.
0: Right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah, the current state of America. I just uh, hit on two points that you um, hit on. Is one thing I see is just defiance by law, right? Mm-hmm. And just one thing I I just see just just over time. Um, you know, in my free time, I'm I'm an Uber driver, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, I've been studying people <laughs> while while driving, and this right. is. Do they get
1: in your car without mask? You get a lot of yeah. that. And, and to be honest
0: with you, it's like I kind of just started driving back a little bit, maybe like two weeks ago, kind of mm-hmm. from COVID, from the start of COVID, what was that, about March or whatever, I really wasn't driving, not because I was scared, because I was actually more busy doing personal training. Right. But that's another story. But it's it's more the defiance in America, right? So if somebody says, wear a mask, I'm going to be defiant just to not wear the mask. Um even though all the science is out there on you know preventative measures, X, Y, Z. But I honestly think that if they told us that we had to actually hug each other in order to prevent corona, nobody will hug each other. Because it's just pure defiance, right? It's just by law, it's just lawlessness. It can be within our culture, it could just be in our DNA just as human beings. But right. that's one thing I just see so much of is just pure defiance. You've seen these videos where people are fighting to get into the store and the security officers are kicking the people out of the stores because they don't have a mask. It's the total disregard for people. You know, whether I believe 1,000% in this corona thing or not doesn't make a difference because I'm not showing any empathy towards my neighbor. And there's a possibility that they do, and there's a possibility that they may be Housing somebody who's high risk or they may be high risk. So just put on the mask. It's it's not the actual physical act of putting on the mask does not hurt me per se. You know what I'm saying? But for some people, it does, which is which is, you know, just very weird. And you're right about yeah. the self-audit. Um during this time, you know, we all have had time to self-reflect on, you know, the current state of America and where things are and just like you said, just checking yourself to making sure that you can communicate um, and articulate what you feel in a better way to where it's not even so much offensive to be, uh, you know, kind of protective or being PC towards people, mm-hmm. but just be more honest about a situation. You know what I right. mean? Be more honest about situations in our community um, and see how that can be perceived from outsiders people outside of our community but you know we have a long ways to go um individually and as a collective but you know only time can tell you know if you know uh you know greatness will prevail and you know cooler heads can you know weather the storm and if not you know we all gotta you know survive the best way that you know we know how and absolutely that's making sure our diet's on point, uh, to make sure our mental is on point, and making sure our bodies are on point um from the standpoint, of just having the strength to, you know, fight off whatever it is that is out there. You know what I mean? I see this COVID as a cloud that's not going to disappear. You know what I mean? So not anytime
1: like, soon, no. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. There's no. Yeah, I,
1: I, I honestly see this going well into twenty twenty one, if not mm-hmm. all of twenty one. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I care people. Say, you know, make a plan. My, actually, one of my girlfriends hit me up like, people are going to Mexico. How come we're not going to Mexico? I said, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. I've had so many. I've had like three vacation plans this year that's, you know, gotten canceled. And so I'm like, I'm not getting my hopes up anymore just to be let down. And I see people making plans for 2021. And I haven't made any plans for 2021 because I don't see this changing anytime soon. I see, um, unfortunately, I see ignorance prevailing because this is only getting worse.
0: Right, 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 right. And it's... and I
1: mean, the way I'm making plans now is, oh, yeah, we can do that next week if if we can,
0: you know. If... Lord willing. <laughs> Lord willing. Yeah. Lord willing, you yeah. know.
1: <laughs> like, that's how I'm making plans. Yeah, like, well, yeah we can go there, you know. Um, my birthday is next week, and my sister was like, oh you should do a spa day. And I'm like, yeah, COVID mask wearing spa day just don't...
0: Yeah. It, is, yeah it's, it, takes, it takes it away. You know, yeah. because and, that, and, that I'm, and I'm that big event. on
1: exper- being in, in event planning yeah, yeah. experiences. Yeah, yeah, experiences, you yeah. Know? yeah, yeah exactly. experience. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not one of those people. I just want to go just because I'm yeah. there. And I get yeah, to go yeah. and get out. No, I want the experience. Like, I went to this top of spot, um, it's a Spanish top of spot. They serve like small plates or whatever of Spanish food. And the whole, literally the place is so beautiful. It's like you're transported back to like 1950s Spain, you know? Mm-hmm. But when I got there a few weeks ago, it was, okay, put your mask on to walk from the hostess table to the table that was already outside. The hostess table is outside. Your table is outside. But so I'm like, so between here and here is corona? Like why right. do I have to put my mask on? So it was just like it takes away from the experience. So right. I just you know what, never mind.
0: I, right. I'm just gonna stay put. Right. Going back to what you was talking about earlier about even uh, you know, going out to eat, um, things like that. You know, I remember probably about a month ago, uh, I wanted to order some food from this place and they closed at seven. And I'm like, so y'all closed a seven on a Saturday, so the Rona clocked out too? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just But that's I mean, the yes. thing too.
1: That's the thing too, fam. It's like the rationale that somebody yeah. using. I'm just like, what difference do it make? I went out, it was so funny. Cause um, I went out with a friend <laughs> recently, and we were leaving out of this restaurant, and I said, You're not gonna put mask, your mask on I'm leaving out. He's like, I'm not putting my mask on to walk out.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: put it on. I've not had it on the whole time at dinner. So is Corona here at the table? <laughs> here between the table and the door. I was just like, but it's just, this is the thing. The mask, and people don't understand this. And I'll, I'll please, please put this in the interview. The mask was created. You're wearing a mask in case you can't social distance. And that's what I try to get people to understand all the time. Yes, the mask is good, but if you're just in the car by yourself or you're in the room by yourself, that mask is not helping you. The mask is the whole purpose of it was in the event you couldn't social distance. That's why when I take Evan out places, he's so funny. That's my son. He'll wear his mask under his chin. And um, the rare occasion someone says something to us, I just tell him, you know, he has sensory issues or whatever, and I keep him moving. But I'm thinking to myself, if he's not near you, why do you care? hmm
0: mm-hmm. It's all it's it's a whole bunch of just just worry and fear yeah. and uh, pandemonium going on. Whether it's right orchestrated or not, that's a whole different podcast and a whole different video. Well, you know what? <laughs> I thought but I was
1: thinking good. the orchestrated thing, but yeah. my mom had it. Mm-hmm. And my aunt just passed a few weeks. So my aunt just passed actually this past Sunday from you know. it
0: yeah it's 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 crazy it's it's all it's insane um so, yeah. that's honestly kind of like just the bottom line but i'm glad to see that you are in uh good spirits and, and good health and yeah um you know taking care of yourself let everybody know where they can reach you Your your blog your website your facebook group you know all that good jazz instagram you know everything
1: so um, you can find me on Instagram at Benini Fit. That's B-A-N-I-N-I underscore fit. Um, you can find me on Facebook at um, B-Fit. That's B-F-I-T. Um, There's a Facebook group. as a fitness group. We do accountability, motivation, support. Um, if you're thinking about losing weight, come in there. You may get inspired. Is people who are like you, who are on the same journey. Um, that's where you can find me.
0: All righty. Well, again, thank you for showing up to this interview and this uh Thank
1: this, you for uh, having
0: podcast. me. And, yeah, we ought to catch up soon. And you have a, a great day and up uh, and that.
1: All right. No Peace doubt. Out. All right, Christian. Thank you.
0: Out.